0: Okay, so kinetic believers all over the world are waking up each day while staying at home refreshed with unspeakable joy well how are they living their best lives from home you're going to find out in three two one pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning this is a way of life A huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits. And we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, unwavering kinetic believers all over the world. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us. Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. If you've got any questions or comments, stephencanyon.com is the website. Hello, my best friend, Miss Maggie, top of the world to you. (laughs) Hello,
1: hello. Yeah,
0: you look divine and uh, mm-hmm. glorious today. Well, oh, thank you. <laughs> a little stiffness in the neck, however, but that will soon pass, I'm sure. Of
1: course, of course.
0: Yeah, you're maintaining.
1: Oh yeah, no you, problem. Do you think
0: it was the hike up the mountain the other day?
1: Uh, no, I mean, you know, after you reach a certain age, you can just do you can do, <laughs> oh, at and, your age. do things to your neck.
0: <laughs> <asleep>. Flower child, <laughs> you're so old. <laughs> I don't think so.
1: Uh, I think I just I fought, had some fight scenes in my dreams.
0: Oh, thrashing about. <laughs> yes. I think a lot of people are doing that right now.
1: Yeah, a lot of people are reporting crazy dreams right now, but that's to be expected, I guess, when something like, like this is going on.
0: Dreams are an interesting thing, and I think, uh, we'll, I think we ought to develop a podcast just about dreams mm. one day. What do you think? Absolutely. Because they do affect, actually, what we are manifesting in our lives. Sure. If unchecked. If Absolutely. we don't go back and... and you know, what happens is whenever we dwell on a thought be coming from a dream or some kind of, kind of a vision, we're actually creating. And so we learn that if dreams are manifesting uh, our lives, once we know that, then the dreams that we don't seem to have control over that come in the middle of the night, the first thing we do is we cast those down. How often do you wake up and go, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> not going to do it. Nope, not nope. going to do that. No. <laughs> you can't come in here. It's all, nope. It always seems like a good representation,
1: too, of, of what you were thinking about right before you fell asleep. So, mm. that Matt, I think you actually did a podcast on that about reprogramming your subconscious. And you used that time right before we fall asleep.
0: Just for sleep. That's right. Right before we go to sleep, meditate on peaceful things. Meditate on, and that's really a, a fantastic time to engage in uh, positive affirmations and imaginations and to create those thought forms that we want to take to sleep with us. Yeah, absolutely. Last night, we watched... Oh, I don't remember the name of it. It was right... I mean, it was kind of late. we watched part of it. And I know we'd seen it so many times that we didn't watch all of it. Great movie, though, with Diane Lane. And she's in Tuscany. Oh, yeah. And what, what's the name of Under
1: that? Under the Tuscan Sun. That's it. It's on TV all the time.
0: What a what a story though, and and it's a a typical one, yeah. But she had, I think she had learned that her husband had been cheating on her, and uh, she was a writer, and apparently she gave some other writer a a bad review, and they told her that about this affair or something. He used that as a
1: reason to sort of tell her what was going on, but but that uh, that was the catalyst though for her changing her life and herself and everything.
0: So then her best friend, who was that Sandra O, oh, encouraged her to take a tour of Italy and during the trip the the new divorcey impulsive d- thing decide well she just decides to. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a house in the Tuscan villa.
1: Yeah, she get, actually gets off the bus, right. Right that, as they're leaving it, town.
0: Right. And but they were all these really colorful characters yeah. and and all these people. I love but that it kinda movie. unfolded. But what she did is she changed her circumstances so that she could start envisioning and imagining a different life. Yeah. And it started to become her, but I would say, the reality of her change occurred before she ever left to go to Tuscany, because mm. it begins. We begin the manifestation of our future lives in the now and in the present.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like the mental, the mental part began long before she the action took place.
0: Tuscany, beautiful place. Ugh. Never been there, have you?
1: No. I, when I was in Italy, I didn't. I didn't go to Tuscany. It was pretty far out of the way from where. I was. Now,
0: where where all did you go? Um,
1: Spent time in Rome and Venice and um, a really nice coastal series of coastal villages called Cinque Terre.
0: Cinque Terre. That was it. Colorful place, right?
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Crowded? (laughs) Uh, No, really not that crowded because you can't drive cars there. Um, You can just take the train in and go by foot. So, Mm. That made it kind of nice, actually.
0: Footpaths. Yeah. Kind of go up and down the cliffs there on the water side. Yeah, you can
1: hike just all along the cliffs from village to village to village and, you know, eat your way down (laughs) in pasta, (laughs) down the coast.
0: (laughs) Blaze a trail. (laughs) Well, and it's so
1: fun because, I mean, talk about no guilt. You know, you've been hiking for five hours and then you just go and chow down and keep going.
0: Now, you and your sister went.
1: Yeah, yeah, just me and my sister. Did she
0: blaze a trail with you eat, oh, yeah. eating through the pasta?
1: Oh, yeah, we were peas in a pod with... <laughs> I think one day we spent like 40 euros on just lattes. That's
0: like. a, <laughs> on lattes, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, uh, we we can't afford... What footpath. <laughs> right,
1: we can't afford dinner, but we were very caffeinated.
0: <laughs> but that was a really fun Italy, trip. Tuscany. I was thinking, you know, Leonardo da Vinci was born in Tuscany.
1: Was he really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Sure
0: was. Hmm. And he, of course... I think everybody knows was a painter. He was an architect and inventor, um, and basically he was just a, a student of science and all yeah. things scientific. And his natural genius crossed over into so many different disciplines that he actually epitomized the term renaissance man Mm, mm. which i think is great don't you i think all all a renaissance person is is somebody that's embracing their instinctive natural genius that they came into the natural with
1: makes you think of the, the idea that they're living from their imagination
0: exactly They totally from their imagination. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's that is the kinetic believers way of life is to imagine the life that they want to live. But now here's the thing. When we do that, that to the point of believing that the imagination is your life, that's where joy takes over joy. It's the joy of receiving. Uh, The joy of receiving is believing we receive as kinetic believers the very moment that we imagine because we understand that imaginations are made of particles our imaginations when we believe something to be true and we put all of the trifecta of our kinetic belief into place the thoughts in alignment with our words in alignment with our actions then that is actually the creation of Mm -hmm. of our belief and that's when the joy begins to overtake us because we see and we understand and realize As we use the lens of our belief that that's our reality, that Mm -hmm. it is now, not based on what we see in the physical, but based on what we see in our beliefs and our imaginations.
1: What a way to live. mm.
0: What a way to live. Yeah. (laughs) What a way to experience. And that's why I was, I'm just so excited about today's podcast. As we begin to examine and explore, you know, the emails that we're getting from kinetic believers all over the world and pretty much everybody right now is in the same situation having to isolate and stay at home. And it's a peculiar thing for, for the rest of the world, especially those that know kinetic believers personally. They're going, how are you, why are you so weird? You really are divergent. Well, that's our word. No one else is really calling us divergent, but <laughs> you're just so strange. How can you be so happy? I mean, we're all miserable. Everybody in the world, why are you so full of joy? And it doesn't make any sense. It's not rational, To most people to look at a kinetic believer and go, gosh, you just, what do you know that we don't know? Do you have some money stashed somewhere? (laughs) Why are you so happy and full of joy? And that's the reason is, is our beliefs. As soon as we believe something to be true, that is the manifestation. It's not when we can see it in the natural. So, oh my goodness, it's like a kid in a candy store. What kid in a candy store is not full of joy?
1: When it does seem like that, living that way, thinking that way, being a kinetic believer, it's not that you don't acknowledge what's going on around you or the changes that are taking place, but it does seem like it gives us this this really high level of adaptability.
0: Hmm, that's good. A high level of adaptability. Adaptability in that you know we are creating our circumstances yes. by imagining from any place. We don't. It doesn't depend on our education. It doesn't depend on what kind of place that we're in right now while waiting for this pandemic storm to blow by because it has nothing to do with our reality our reality is located within the substance of our imaginations because that is real in quantum physics that is real in our dreams it is real it is more real than anything that we can see so our joy level is just stellar
1: well, and that makes um, the, the lesson that you're always teaching us about looking within for everything. It makes that make a lot more sense because if you're pulling those, all those little things you need from outside yourself, you can't, you can never take that with you. You know, that's situational. That's going to stay right where you got it. And you can't, but you can take yourself with you. You can take your mind with you and your beliefs with you. And that's the only thing that can last. So that makes so much sense. And, and that's why we're adaptable. You know, that's why we're capable of doing all this.
0: Yeah, exactly. All things possible are within us. And and it's not until we move to the within that we begin to uh, live with all things being possible. Because it's the person, it's the people that continue to measure their lives by what they see, by the news that they're hearing, by looking around in the, the room, however great or small it might be, and going, well, this is my life. People that are valuing themselves by what they hear, by what they see from the senses will continue to experience the very same life that they lived yesterday. It'll show up again tomorrow. Why? Because that's what is forming their beliefs. The substance of what they're seeing is the measure of all things possible. But when we move from the present tense reality of the natural into the uh, infinite uh, reality of all things possible, located within our imaginations, the substance of things hoped for, which is the evidence of things not yet seen in the natural, when we move effectively over into that, that uh, uh, physical place in our minds and start creating that, then the joy level is just always continuously Stellar, Mm -hmm. and all things being possible. Are you kidding? Again, it's—I love the analogy. It's just a kid in a candy store because I used to be one, (laughs) and there was nothing more delightful to myself than when I had, you know, a buck fifty in my pocket and change, and I'd go to the dime store. I'm, not, gr- I'm actually not that old.
1: A grown man in a That's candy gra- store. That's sure. a
0: grandpa story, isn't it?
1: <laughs> you have the <laughs> saying really should go, must... you know, I was excited as a grown man in a candy store. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Or an ice cream store. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, in, in talking about um, Da Vinci, and you're an artist. You're a fantastic artist, just like you are with a, a violinist virtuoso. You can paint beautiful paintings and... Um, I always admired how, you know, you... And for, the, for for those of you that haven't seen any of Megan's paintings, if you go and get canvas for her, if you go with her to get a canvas, her her typical canvas is about all oh, six feet by four feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a typical painting for you.
1: I have trouble committing to a tiny canvas.
0: That's amazing. I mean,
1: all this work, it's just going to be so small. <laughs>
0: oh, it really is something. But um, by being a painter, and you know, when you are imagining the work that you're working on. Um, and and I'm just going to throw this out there without giving you the words for it. Where are you coming up with the idea of colors? Because your colors are extremely mm-hmm. unique. You're not a realist in the colors that you choose.
1: Um, you know, I think it's, it's, it, it's probably a lot more basic than you would imagine. Like I just, um. No,
0: no, I don't think so. <laughs> it's not basic.
1: Well, it's really based on what I feel like. So, you know, I'm, I, I see, color as, f- as feeling and emotion and you know some mm. days I'm just incredibly drawn to bright bright oranges and red hues and then other days some cool blues and neutrals and so it's kind of a mood thing
0: so cool and I would say that the things that you paint like you did this woman uh this is a beautiful character of a woman but the colors that you used in her were mm. almost made her like a, a floral some kind of um um I don't even know what the word is, but it was not a natural. But it was such an expression of mm-hmm. color and vibration. Um, but and that's why I guess why I'm, I was a little curious, and I I understand by watching you go through the process that it is delve. You you're delving within the emotional uh, content of your painting, and you mm-hmm. you pull it some from somewhere within. And like Da Vinci. He's best known for his works of art, probably more so than his design, scientific designs, yeah. like the the Mona Lisa and uh, the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. Um, and those things which were probably in some way connected with science and nature just because he was that so-called Renaissance man. Mm-hmm. But I think going back to your earlier point, he was... Um, Uh, just being super creative and imaginative. And that's what enabled him to see beyond the natural or beyond the things that were present. Right. He was a kinetic believer. Yeah. (laughs) Without a doubt, he was an original kinetic believer. Going back to his original genius of purpose and expressing his art form, expressing his life from what he was seeing from within. Mm. He was an imaginative person. And that's what kinetic believers are. We go back to the original to become imaginative. And that's where we are today. With the joy of receiving, which is believing. In other words, we know that when we believe something to be true in our present tense imagination and affirmations of gratitude, we see it as already being done.
1: Absolutely. The, and that just shows the power of imagination, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Like the, unlim- the limitless universal
0: uh, power. Creative power of imagination. Kinetic believers, we increase our awareness beyond what we're seeing right now in our apartments or whatever home or location you might be in. We increase our awareness and are actually most productive while being reflective. Now, and when I say being reflective, I'm not talking about thinking back in your life with memories and uh, photographs. Of years gone by. That's not what I mean by reflective. Reflective is the meditative time of looking within to determine what is it that excites you as a unique human being. Reflective, increasing awareness by being reflective of who you are, what makes you different than everyone else, and embracing that, reflectively embracing that. That is the beginning of creative enlightenment. That's where we start. By creating and manifesting the life that we want to live, that we were put here on the earth to live, an enlightened imagination, what a thing, because it it actually manifests and attracts our original purpose into reality. Mm. You have so many giftings that you have manifested into reality throughout your life, and that's I love you for that. I mean, you're just such a, (laughs) Megan's just a tip off the old original block. There's not another one like you, not another one like me, Mm -hmm. not another one like any other kinetic believer. Those are the people that are realizing that, you know what, I am not who I've been defined as. I am not who those people that I grew up with told me that I was. How could they know who I am at the end of the day when they are their own unique self, And so the kinetic believer is somebody that has stepped over into their authority like you have, their dominion like you have, and embraced and fallen into unconditional love with the essence of who they really are so that you can experience that throughout this life.
1: And that's the key, isn't it? I mean I love that the, all of that goes back to the imagination because it does give you the sense that, that there's just this uh, huge pool, a huge spring within you and it just it's constantly welling up with new ideas and new inspiration. but we have to be still, we have to be meditative to, to look into it and to, to uh, you know, achieve achieve that level of imagination output.
0: Mm -hmm. Imagination output, that's good. And it's not just an imagination because everybody, you know, most people, when you think of imagination, they'll start thinking of, well, I can draw, I can uh, come up with some ideas for cartoons. I can come up with ideas that are um, beyond the the, the natural. Mm -hmm. And what they actually end up doing, if you're not careful, if it's not an enlightened imagination, then we're still imitating. Mm -hmm. You know, take a a gamer or somebody that's into a lot of... uh, um, animated type uh, movies, and you ask them to use their imagination, and they'll start doing superheroes, and they'll come up with concepts for of of life how it could be outside of the reality and norm. But if you look at their imaginative unctions, they're really still imitating what they've already seen. No, an enlightened imagination is the one that looks within and creates from a place that's not in uh, uh, imitative. It's Totally original. Now, don't confuse originality with inspiration. Absolutely, we're inspired by Da Vinci. Absolutely, we're inspired by Van Gogh. I'm inspired by you. But that doesn't mean I'm going to try to be (laughs) Megan. I'm not going to try to. You know, do what you do, but I'm inspired by you. We're inspired by other artists. We're inspired by the genius and unique genius of all of these people.
1: Mm, I love that. inspired by just the the originality and the creativity of those around you. So en- powerful.
0: Enlightened imagination. You know, revelation knowledge that's gained from journaling revelation knowledge that's gained from the practice of kinetic belief journaling. It builds up our faith. It builds up our ability to believe and from a highest viewpoint and to create thought forms. Well, what is that doing? Look, it's removing doubt. That is the biggest obstacle for anybody to enjoy their best life, is doubt. What is doubt? Doubt is fear. Fear that what you're believing is not going to come to pass for you. Fear that what somebody else has said about you Is actually true. Fear about those imagined voices of condemnation that you are bantering about in your own mind at three o'clock in the morning might actually have some truth to them. You know, it's the fear of all of that that creates doubt. Well, the journaling, the practice of kinetic belief journaling removes doubt and it builds you up as an individual, a creative creator in the land of the living with the ability to live your best life.
1: And I really like what you said earlier. The the video game analogy was a great one because this idea that we can spend 10 minutes journaling and focusing on self and 10 hours consuming the work and the creativity of someone else and then have a high level of original output is, it doesn't make any sense. You know, that time is relevant to the time you're spending with something else. So, you know, this does take an investment and probably more than anything, it takes an investment of your time. And your focus and and your energy
0: which we all have the same amount of and when we you know that's a great point investment of your time and energy I like the I like the thought of It's not just an investment. It's a reinvestment. We're already investing our time in, you know, especially right now in isolation. People are watching, like we did a little bit, movies and and all these, you know, programming and television and and all the stuff that we're just watching over and over and over. Reinvest that time and watch your own vision. Watch your own programming and getting involved with programming yourself and telling your own vision according to the structures that you were created with
1: how do you deal with that if you are in a situation right now where you feel like most of your time isn't your own that could be, be taking care of children or maybe someone older is living with you or just the rest of your family um you're sitting there going well you know that that five minutes between 9 55 and 10 o'clock last night sure was nice that was my time
0: Your time, (laughs) you know, and that's a great point. You can make all time your time. You can make the time where you're taking care of an elderly person your time. Just because we are serving someone else does not mean that we don't do it imaginatively and creatively, unconditionally loving the person that has a need. Mm -hmm. So we are developing and growing ourselves through our best practice, imaginative practice of caring for someone else. Mm -hmm. What an opportunity for self-development and growth. Beautiful. You know, we continually check all of our desires for traces of fear by journaling. How do we do that? Look, when we are actually putting words to a page in our journals, we're actually we're creating those highest viewpoints. Well, what happens when we do that? When you can look down at the ink on that page, say like tomorrow, the first thing that jumps out, in, and I'll take a highlighter and I'll go back and say, now, now this, when I read this, that you know I see myself, whatever it is, manifesting $10 million, whatever, there's a little bit of hesitancy when I read that. What is that hesitancy telling me? It's telling me that I've got some kind of little gut check that's a, a trace of fear mm, within me. There's hesitancy there. Well, that's a block. So by that's, that is the power of journaling. Now I can go back and I can start dealing with that trace of fear. I can start casting down whatever it is within me. I can reflect and go, well, you know, I've been told this. I'm limited because of I've imagined that life experiences, whatever it is. And I cast those down. I start working on those. And let me underscore here that you do not write anything down that's negative. Deal with these um, by overcoming these through affirmations. And so I don't want you to use the journal to go back and start writing down the negative things. Those are only the positive things, but you, your meditative time is used to cast down those negative blocks, negative influencers. What are we doing? We are rewilding ourselves <laughs> back to the original per- person that you came into this world with all possibilities to create your best life before there was ever any negative energetics. So that's the power of journaling. And then we also, when we find um, through our faithful affirmations that we're, uh, we have the ability to replace all of those fearful thoughts, and by doing so we remain in the forceful, powerful, kinetic belief, which is, of course, manifesting our best lives, we, can, we up the ante. And especially right now in this time of of reflective isolation, which is a privilege to those that will receive it as such. Oh my goodness, you should be coming out of this time and this season like a cannon. And people again are going to want to know, how is it that you are so dynamically different? You're stronger. You're mentally quicker. You have this new persona about you. I can't quite put my finger on what happened to you. And that's your opportunity to explain to them how you did this through kinetic belief journaling.
1: And you know, earlier you talked about it being an investment, um, the time being an investment, but also the journal's an investment. You know, the journal becomes, so easily becomes that go-to, that daily um, ritual, if you will, where you can can refocus on self and further your mind and further your imagination. And it just becomes this, almost like a place to go to, the mm. journal is.
0: I like that. A place to go to It's like the front line in a war or a battle. You have to engage in a a front to negative influencers. Mm -hmm. It's a place you go to. You intentionally go to the front line. You intentionally arm yourself. You intentionally go into battle. And that's where the battle for your best life is always going to take place. Mm -hmm. It's in the mind. It's in your thoughts. And so it's an affront to those negatives, those negative energetics.
1: And I also love how it becomes a place where it's a designated place to focus on you, to focus on your imagination, your dreams, your heart's desire, you know, getting to know yourself better. Because if you are in a chaotic household at all, and I think a lot of people are, um, you need that. You need that huga place, even if it's just a mental place (laughs) that you're journaling from.
0: Explain the huga. (laughs)
1: Huga. <laughs> well um it's it's used it's a word that's used by the danish people and it's actually a really beautiful concept where you create a designated space in your house just full of things that that give you what we would call a warm fuzzy
0: a warm fuzzy. I Whether like that. that's
1: a blanket or a candle or a night, your favorite chair, and you designate that as as your huga space. And when you go into that space, it could literally be just a corner in a room. But but there's a certain emotion that you expect when you when you go there.
0: Yeah, and that's great. You go into your huga place, and whenever you find that whenever you create that and move into that meditative peaceful place far removed from the noise of negative energetics the noise of the world mm. the noise of the household and when i say the noise i don't mean just the 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 sound waves that you can hear from a dog barking it just means you you have meditatively removed yourself from being influenced by it mm. because you can you might still be able to hear it but you're not listening to it right And so from that place, now once you've found that comfortable zone, we're able to journal with faithful affirmations, to be able to replace any fearful thoughts that may be in our subconscious that arise as we start imagining our best lives. And that's where the battle's taking place. It's mm-hmm. casting down the negative imaginations yes. that rise up out of the, the subconscious into the cognitive level. And mm-hmm. then we cast those down by uh, not, not uh, arguing with them, not debating with them but replacing them with the higher viewpoint, replacing them with unconditional love and remaining in kinetic belief.
1: Well, and isn't that why journaling and a place of hugo finding that very specific way of achieving peace is so powerful? Because, you know, we talk a lot about not being led around, for example, by our emotions. But that also means you can use your emotions if you can, you know, find ways to like having a huga space, for example. If you can find ways to trigger very positive, peaceful, empowering emotions. Um, That makes that battle that you're talking about that much easier if you can sort of set those precedents in place. You know, when I go into this space, I leave all negativity behind and and only positive, good, fruitful energy is happening here. Um, But you can you know, manipulate your emotions in a way that actually it's almost like you have backup in, in that battle you're talking about.
0: Beings here in the natural, it is very natural whether you do it on purpose or not to contemplate life. We're always being contemplative. And so when we contemplate on purpose, we're not considering bad things, considering bad conversations, arguments, things that happen, things that other people have said. That's the practice of casting it down. You don't take into your meditative space any negative energetics and you're filling up the volume of of possibilities within your cognitive reasonings and thoughts with the life that you desire to live. What's happening? You're creating. You're absolutely creating. And that's the law of attraction. It will begin manifesting and pulling and drawing into your life, changing and rearranging circumstances that are in alignment with the positive energetics that you've aligned purposefully with your thoughts and your words and your actions.
1: Gosh, isn't that great? Isn't that just such a great uh, plan of action that we can all implement just immediately
0: immediately and what a, it's i tell you what where we are right now it is much easier to be a full-time kinetic believer than if you're running up and down the road and running in and out of the malls yeah. and going to the theater and going to the bars and going to wherever just living life mm-hmm. doing it as you always do that is a much more that is a slower process for yeah. somebody just beginning in kinetic belief to manifest their best life
1: well and i think we've all felt sort of the burden of of having no distractions right now i mean we're not used to it or at least it's taken some time to get used to not being distracted because you know I have to say a good a good 50 to 60 percent of my time before this whole pandemic was just filled up with distraction I didn't there wasn't anything to to work on in those instances
0: we all need a healthy dose of positive interruptions and that best the best distraction is is going to be the one with of yourself Distract yourself with your inner self. Mm. Distract your present day reality with the within and do it on purpose. Journal to contemplate life only from the highest viewpoint of yourself. Begin mm. by asking yourself this question. Why are you here? Not what are you doing today? That's not That's not the correct answer. Now, it may be, but if there's something in your life that is not... Uh, in agreement with love for yourself and love for others and in agreement with peace, in agreement with joy, in agreement with perfected health and wealth and all of those things, then that's the place you begin. Why are you here? Look within to answer that question. Da said that the noblest pre- pleasure is the joy of understanding. Mm, love that. The noblest pleasure is the joy of understanding. And that's what we all have and have the ability to have right now, an enlightened uh, understanding of our purpose and then holding on to that protectively.
1: Revelation knowledge.
0: Well, let's work on some imaginations and highest viewpoints. Imagine seeing your life right now, wherever you are. Imagine seeing it exactly as you desire it to be. Now, Create it. See yourself creating it and attracting it to manifestation through kinetic belief. Now, say this out loud. Say, joy is in my heart.
1: Joy is in my heart.
0: Joy is my life.
1: Joy is my life.
0: See yourself protecting that joy. See yourself with the uh, um, perfect ability to cast down negative energetics, negative thoughts, negative words, negative imaginations, Whatever you may have recalled or it's always haunting you from some past experience, see yourself right now free from that. It doesn't even exist in your world anymore. So if it doesn't exist, well, you can't think about it. There's There's a vacuum where that thing used to be. And now we're going to fill it up by saying this. Say, I project joy.
1: I project joy.
0: To everyone.
1: To everyone.
0: That I interact with. That
1: I interact with.
0: Because I am joy.
1: Because I am joy.
0: Now, see yourself living the life. And it may not be in the confinement of where you are right now. And I do mean physically. See yourself living um, in a place of, that is in agreement with your joy. And also see it in a natural state of joyfulness. You're seeing life that is not only in alignment with your joy... But you're seeing yourself in a natural state of joyfulness in that place. Perfect alignment. There's nothing missing now. Imagine that place. Now imagine your family unit and your life partner sharing that same space with you. How do they look? What are they saying? What are they doing? It's in agreement with your natural state of joyfulness. Now say this out loud. Say, I live I live. In a natural state of joyfulness. In a
1: natural state of joyfulness. I am joy. I am joy.
0: Now, see yourself in that place, not because it just happened to you, but because you chose it. See it manifesting every day in greater ways, and your territory of life expanding to encompass bright, sunny places in a place of peace, prosperity. You have perfect health. And happiness is your optimism. Now say this. Say, I choose to be joyful.
1: I choose to be joyful. I am
0: willing to allow joy.
1: I'm willing to allow joy to enter
0: my life. To
1: enter my life.
0: I clearly see joy.
1: I clearly see joy in
0: all of my surroundings.
1: In all of my surroundings.
0: Joy is abundant.
1: Joy is abundant. All
0: around me. All around me. Joy builds within my soul.
1: Joy builds within my soul. Joy
0: builds within my soul.
1: Joy builds within my soul. And it's
0: bursting.
1: And it's bursting.
0: Into my life.
1: Into my life.
0: In unexpected ways. In
1: unexpected ways.
0: I joyfully honor the flow of life. I
1: joyfully honor the flow of life.
0: I allow it to wash over me.
1: I allow it to wash over me.
0: And it's delivering me.
1: And it's delivering me.
0: Into these blissful places. Into
1: these blissful places.
0: Joy is mine right here, right now.
1: Joy is mine right here, right now. I am joy. I am joy.
0: In each and every moment of my life.
1: (laughs) In each and every moment of my life.
0: Joy is not only a possibility.
1: Joy is not only a possibility.
0: Joy is my reality.
1: Joy is my reality.
0: Joy is my reality.
1: Joy is my reality.
0: My reality.
1: My reality. Is joy. Is joy.
0: I choose joy.
1: I choose joy. Right now. Right now.
0: And that's the joy of receiving.
1: Wow. Beautiful. Which is believing. Beautiful.
0: That's it. Kinetic Believers. You know, you can actually get a copy of the Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal by visiting stephencanyon.com, which is the website. And... I got to say, you know, there, there are some uh, delays depending on where you are in the world right now because of all of the online orders for yeah. masks and food and the everything shipping. else. The shipping's out yeah. about uh, two weeks now, isn't it? Yeah,
1: just about um, all those shipping channels are pretty bogged down right now.
0: So you can actually get it, order it and have it today. Yeah. Bye.
1: Yeah, you just go to the website, stephenkenyon.com, and you can order the digital version of the 100-Day Guided Manifestation Journal, and you can use it on an iPad, or you can print it off a day at a time, a week at a time. Just, it's a lot more flexible that way.
0: Yeah, no, the perfected version of everybody already exists, and belief, the substance of belief as a creative creator is not a respecter of persons. This works for anybody. Anyone. Anyone. Yes, even you. (laughs) Even you. Everybody, it works for you. All you have to do is to trust in your ability with authority and dominion to imagine your best life and allow it to be created for you. And don't be wavering in your thoughts. Don't be double minded because that stops it from manifesting. And that's what the law of attraction, guided journal help you to do. Mm-hmm. You can download it today like Megan was say was saying. And just say this one one last thing out loud and then Megan, why don't we go for a hike?
1: Okay, sounds
0: good. I am a creator.
1: I'm a creator. A
0: nonconformist. A
1: nonconformist.
0: Involved in the art of creating.
1: Involved in the art of creating. I
0: have perfect health. I
1: have perfect health. Perfect
0: wealth. Perfect wealth. And perfect peace. And
1: perfect peace.
0: I'm created from the substance of all things.
1: I'm created from the substance of all things. Hoped for. Hoped for.
0: So the hope of all.
1: So the hope of all. Is within me. Is within me. Mm, Love that.
0: Had a great time today. Yeah,
1: this was fun. I'm excited about going for a walk. (laughs) Let's do
0: it. And uh, see you back here again tomorrow.
1: Thanks as usual for all the wisdom.
0: Bye.